I also brought the novel with me. <laughs> Though I don't think I'll need for this episode because we're not really talking about anything specific. You never know. You never know when you'll need the boys. You have the Bible next to you. I have the Bible with me. I have the receipts. <laughs> like carve it out and then put Sarazanmai in there. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take a Bible, carve out all the bullshit, and then put in the Sarazanmai novel. And then put the receipts on the title. So you really have no idea what you're looking at. This is the Kooji Cast, Episode 1. No thoughts, head empty, only Kooji's. Only toys, only Ani keys. Wow. No Ani keys in your case. No Ani keys. You know, he can, he can like, be there. He can, he can exist. He has some space in your brain. He's allowed. But only with toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what what is Chikai without Toy? Like, he's literally horrid if he doesn't have Toy. Toy can be without Chikai. Chikai cannot be without Toy. And that's the real tragedy, isn't it? <laughs> We're already getting into it. <laughs> we haven't even started yet. And it's... We're there. We're already getting sad. <laughs> these ju- these bros are just t- that sad. And that's why we need a whole podcast to talk about them. We should probably, like, state what this podcast actually is before anything else. That's true. That would make sense. So, I went on to a fellow my podcast called Kappa Connection a couple months ago while the world was literally on fire and I was able to talk about the Kooji Bros. But then immediately after that call, I realized I didn't talk about anything I wanted to actually talk about, including uh, all the stuff from the anime, the novels, the manga, some of the audio dramas, the stage play, the manga anthology, the fandom. Some I talked about like some of the fandom stuff, but like not nearly enough. Not like nearly I didn't enough. even get into Runaway AU. I can't believe it. It was just. I mean, you were great on that podcast. It was really fun to listen to. But you know, I was like, you need to mention the cactus, and you didn't mention the cactus. I didn't mention the cactus. I mean, what was I even <laughs> thinking? There are so many parts of the Kujis that you need to discuss. And it cannot fit in just one episode of a podcast. It simply cannot. Yes, and that's why we need an entire freaking podcast about the Kooji Bros. Because there is just that much lore about these two characters (laughs) alone. And we could go on for days talking about them. Months. Years. But we will fit it in to a podcast. Recording time, six hours. Podcast episode time limit, 15 minutes. (laughs) We got it. We can do it. Uh, Is that good for the overread? We want to introduce ourselves? Yes. So, my name is Kat Cross. For the pronoun check, my pronouns are he and him. If you have a pro- if you have a problem with the pronoun check in general, you can just leave. (laughs) Yeah. If you're, like, pronouns- And yet watch Sarah's on my- (laughs) 
And yet you watch Sonnets on my. Oh god, that just reminded me of that one fuck on Twitter who was like posting racist shit and they had a Sonazuki icon! No. Like, no! Why? First of all, why? Second, why? Anyway, within the fandom, I am an artist. Um, and I also do translation stuff. Uh, mostly on a whim. I don't really do requests right now, but that may change in the future. So I translated a couple interviews, a couple uh, chapters from the manga anthology, and those are all available on my on my on my side Tumblr blog, Kyatozanmai. As for my introduction to the Sadazanmai fandom as a whole, uh, kind of began when I was in the Utena fandom and the series got announced. So I followed its development the entire time. I watched every trailer. I looked up what a Kappa and a Shirikodama was <laughs> when we finally got the summary. I was very afraid, but also very, very excited for what we were about to get. Uh, my friends and I made many fisting jokes up until the release of this show, <laughs> because we were so sure that was what was going to happen. And in a way, it kind of did. Yeah, And then I watched the show like a crazy person three times every day, and I did a live tweet for it, and <laughs> episodes four and nine destroy me every time. wonder what those episodes have in common. Yeah, I wonder. But they are also the ones that I've watched the most, <laughs> and they very much contribute to my very unfortunate attraction to Chikai Kuji. We, we try to ignore that. We try to uh, <laughs> discourage it, but... It's going to be impossible to ignore for this podcast. Yeah, I have to live with it. Uh, yeah. I won't, I won't let you forget it. Oh, God. You will not hear the end of it. Mm -mm. And for where you can find me, besides that Tumblr that I mentioned before... You can find me on Twitter. I'm mostly on Twitter at It's Kato. And then I also have a live tweet Twitter at Let's underscore Kato. Um, I also have a main Tumblr with the same username as my Twitter, but like I barely really make original content for Tumblr anymore. So who cares? God, Tumblr. I guess as a like a to start introducing myself, uh, I'm Faye. Uh, my pronouns are she, her. Um, you probably never heard of me, but speaking of Tumblr, I actually was on Tumblr um, until I got into Sarazanmai. I I had been I hadn't been really following Sarazanmai. I'm just an Ikuni parasite, and whenever he makes an anime, I'm like I go to watch it and obsess over it for a while. Um, but I was on Tumblr, and there was no Sarazanmai fandom that I could find on Tumblr, so I had to switch over to Twitter. Uh, so. I'm pretty new to like everything. I do writing. I do art sometimes uh, here and there. I'm not very good at either. I've only like just started doing these things. And I would also like to promote Kuji Week, which is a week dedicated to the Kuji brothers. Uh, the account is just Kuji Week. You can make any kind of content you want related to the Kuji brothers. You can find the themes and information on that Twitter account. My personal Twitter is Toy Money with two O's and toy, um, but content warning, uh, I would say adults only for that. And I'm on AO3, our cup of our own, at Toy Kuji as well. Which is also adults only. <laughs> yes, please. Yes. Also, like, content warning for phase stuff, like, 
she's one of those Coochie fans. Oh, what what does what does that mean? <laughs> you know exactly <laughs> what I mean. I have no clue. I really have no idea. I just love the brotherly bond between the Coochies. Like I don't. Oh know yeah, what I mean. totally platonic. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> no, but no, but for real, don't go on my on my stuff if you're not if you're not an adult if you're not ready for this content. Yeah, or if you just don't feel like comfortable with shipping the Coochie Brothers. We are not going to judge on this podcast. I would hope not. I mean, I'm right here. Right here. We are not a space for discourse. We are just a space for Coogees. Yeah, that's fine. We're just going to talk about the Coogees. Although I guess we should probably like mention the, the show that they're in. Just like a little bit. If you're only here to hear my voice for whatever reason, you probably have no idea what in the hell a Sarazanmai even is. So, Sarazanmai, it's an anime from 2019. It's by Kunihiko Ikuhara. If you haven't heard of the man before, don't worry. All you have to know is that he's a freaking weirdo. And also, I love him. I love him very much. He is our king. Absolute king shit from this man. <laughs> he turned his main character into a car, and I respect that. Anyway, as for what Sarazanmai is... Sarazanmai is about three boys who get into trouble with a Kappa prince, and they get turned into Kappa. And now they're tasked with battling Kappa zombies and sealing their Shitigodama. And they can only turn back into humans by performing the Sarazanmai. Which leaves a lot of questions. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We're, uh, but we're not really here for that anyway. Kappas are basically little, little frog dudes with plates on their heads. They have little beaks. A Kappa zombie, on the other hand is a giant monstrosity that I can't even begin to describe other than giant balls. Yeah, um, and like a target, right? Right in the center, you know, where they the Kappas have to go in and take their Shirigodama out. It's the Yaoi hole! Um, yes, that is, that is exactly it. It's literally a Yaoi hole. And little Kappas can fit right in there. It's all lubed up and ready to go. <laughs> I would say this isn't a good way to describe Sarazanmai. It, it is. is. It's the perfect way to describe what is happening in this show. And now, it, see, it sounds weird, but it's it's very complex. It is very deep. There is so much to discuss. Yeah, this show gets, like, hashtag deep, <laughs> especially when we get to, like, what this Sarazanmai actually is. And it is a ritual in which the boys... They sort of meld together into one consciousness, as they put it, but basically it's just one of their secrets leaks to the other two, and they gotta deal with the ramifications of that happening. But, like, why would they ever go through this arrangement more than once? Why would you get eaten alive, turned into a little monster, have to go into the booty hole of other monsters... And then have, like, your deepest, darkest secrets revealed to these two practical strangers. Well, it's because you get a, you get a, you get a plate. Yeah, you get, you get a little, <laughs> you get a little consultation prize. It's a cute little plate that you could keep in your house. That also happens to be able to grant you a wish. Apparently, any wish. I mean, the uh, there aren't even any limitations on it either. Not like a genie. Except for that one time that good old Enta uh, hypothetically wishes for something and immediately wastes their first wish. Good going, <laughs> idiot. I mean, that was that was part of the deal. He wished and there it was. Should probably introduce the characters first. Oh, uh, yeah. 
I mean, but there are only two characters who are important to this. I know, but should probably <laughs> mention the two other characters that have parallels to the characters that matter. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So we have, there's actually a main character. You would be shocked that the main character is not Chikaikuji. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but if you follow Kat, you would, you would be shocked at who the main character is. Yeah, if you follow my timeline, you would have no idea who actually leads this show. His name is Kazuki Yasaka, and he is an adorable little pest. He is the absolute worst, and I love him so much. Yep, he is a burgeoning criminal, but he does it because he loves his little brother, whose name is Haruka. He is an absolute galaxy brain, but he does it all for Haruka. But that's, you know, because that doesn't relate at all to any of the characters that we will talk about eventually. There's no parallels there whatsoever. Absolutely no parallels to be found anywhere. And then we have Enta Jinai who is Kazuki's best friend since childhood, since about they were like 10 years old. He loves Kazuki a lot. Uh, spoilers, I guess. Spoilers, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. And he's kind of a little, he's like a nerd jock type. He likes to read manga, but he also does soccer. Soccer is a big theme of this also. We have not mentioned soccer, but that happens. Yeah, soccer is kind of a big deal in this show. Like, you may think this show is about kappas, or connections, or desire. No, it's about soccer. It's a sports anime, actually. Yeah, it's a sports anime, actually. <laughs> uh, and then uh, there's a third main character to round out the trio, and his name is Toy. And he is a member of the Kuti Brothers, who we will be discussing. Toy is a very special boy. <laughs> he is, in fact, the most special boy of all. Toy is the bestest boy. But also, he is the baddest boy. So bad. Yeah, his introduction to the show is him breaking into a car. But, you know, he's a good boy at heart. Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't know that from the first episode, but over the course of the show, it becomes very clear that Toy is the <laughs> bestest boy. He is the softest boy. He is the most sympathetic boy. Yeah, but in the first episode, he is he is a total punk. He uh, seems very violent. He goes after Kazuki uh, with a ruler. That's his weapon, I suppose. It is a very sharp ruler, I guess. And he, you know, actually in the second episode, he's also committing some major crimes. He's just a crime boy, but he's a good boy, too. That's it. His first introduction in episode two is him waterboarding a man. <laughs> I mean, we like to ignore that part. I, I don't. It's really funny. <laughs> it is funny. It's so good. <laughs> the way it just smash cuts to him with the freaking <laughs> with the freaking shower head. He is, despite all of his many crimes, which uh, include a drug dealing, waterboarding, uh, breaking into cars, aiding and abetting uh, Kazuki, um, and murder, uh, which is not has nothing to do with Kazuki so far. Felt the need to <laughs> mention that part. <laughs> he's also only 13. He's a small child. He, he's the youngest of the boys. He's a November baby. His birthday just passed, and it was wonderful. It was a wonderful celebration of fan art before this hell week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why we're talking about Kuji's only. Kuji's forever. Kuji's only. Our minds are only full of Kuji's, and that is the best place to be. Even though, uh, you know, he's... He does have this brother who is horrible. He kind of copies everything his brother does. You'll see him with the ruler and 
the catchphrase, his little catchphrase is Busuto Ikuzo. Um, Kat, Kat, how would you translate that? I personally translate it as variations on busting ass, <laughs> such as I'll bust your ass, or don't make me bust your ass, or time to bust some ass. <laughs> it's just the perfect translation for this particular show. Uh, that's how we'll be translating it here. The only way to translate it. Actually, I like what Funimation did, and it's basically mine, except they use gut your ass. That is good, too. Yeah. Which which coming <laughs> from Chikai is very sexy, but we're not on Chikai yet. No, it is not. No, <laughs> no, no, I have to disagree with you there. Stop it right there. <laughs> <laughs> Me coming out in my toy cosplay with my Chikai Defense Squad slideshow ready to play. Um, uh, also, we should talk about toys and name meaning, um, because yes, it's it's very important to the show, uh, all the puns in the show, but the Kujis in particular have a ton of puns associated with them, and some are more obvious to Japanese speakers than others, so just to get everyone on the same page... Um, toy's name, the way that it's written, um, means permanence. Uh, it has a lot of different meanings and, and, uh, one of those is also distant. Um, there's another way to write, you can write it a different way, um, but it's pronounced the same and it means far or distant. Um, but it also can be read, his name can be read as Haruka. Which, if you'll remember from like a couple minutes ago, is, uh, Kazuki's little brother's name. Uh, I'm sure that has zero significance. No, I think that's a coincidence. I don't think... Pure coincidence! Yeah, I don't think Kikuhara would ever think about that whatsoever. Or wordplay or anything of that sort. Yeah. Now I guess we should get into the other Kuji. <laughs> In your opinion, the lesser Kuji. Perhaps the worst Kuji. Oh wait, they, have, they do have relatives who aren't very good either. Yeah, it's... <laughs> That's unfortunate. Chikai isn't even the worst Kuji. It's very sad. <laughs> Chikai isn't the worst Kuji, but he's probably the worst of the secondary characters in this show. He's just a big old dummy. And not even in a fun way. No, it's like in the worst possible way. Like he genuinely does not think. His catchphrase is literally YOLO. You only live once. And he says that in the show. Which is offensive. He says it twice. <laughs> the first time he says it to like some 14-year-old he randomly met in an arcade. And then the second time he says it, he's running away from a gunfight. Which is even funnier. It's like on one level he keeps telling himself these things, but he also does not believe them whatsoever. He tries to live by them, but he cannot because he's stupid. This man does not believe even his own bullshit. Like, the whole point of everything that he says is just like, hey, don't live by this. But unfortunately, someone does live by that. Yeah, unfortunately, he has a tiny little brother who is very impressionable after what happened to them. Um, just just for, like, more proof of how empty his brain is, uh, on his character profile, he answered that his favorite color is copper. That's what he answers with, this grown man, which is the most awful, middle school, edgy answer you could ever think of. So I really think that that should color your view of him, that his favorite color is copper. 
like the Japanese side of the fandom was making fun of him for it. Like, wow, what a middle school thing to say. His brain is like stuck in, I would say maybe like a 12 year old. Yeah, that's a, like a 12 year old state of mind. Yeah, considering that and then considering what he looks like. Fun game for the audience. <laughs> you pause this and you get a good look at this man. And you tell me, how old do you think this man is? The answer will kill you. The answer will absolutely disintegrate your bones. This man is 25. Good lord. My man, you aged like milk. I mean, you can you can watch the opening and pause it when it gets to that part where Kazuki's dad is standing right next to him. This is Kazuki's father. His father. Who is undoubtedly older than Chikai. The, the comparison will depress you. <laughs> it's so sad! <laughs> it's really very sad. Like, not only does Chikai look older than him, which is already really sad, but like, he looks so dead. <laughs> His skin is just, like, so gray. This is so sad. Can we hit 94 likes? <laughs> we should probably explain the 94 pun. It's it, oh, it's yeah. literally just Kuji. It's literally just another way to read Kuji. But it'll blow your mind when you realize that the episodes that the Kuji brothers star in are episodes 4 and 9. Oh my god! And episode 9 aired on Brother's Day in Japan. On Brother's Day! Like, how... What... What kind of planning required that? I mean, just to make this stupid pun. What kind of planning did Ikuhara have to have in order for Episode 2 to air just before 420? <laughs> the man is a genius. He is a mastermind. We will never get on this man's level. And he created the two best brothers of all. And none of their names are Akio. <laughs> no, definitely not. For all the shit that we give Chikai, he is no Akio. No. Thank God. Yeah, for anyone listening that isn't familiar with Sadazanmai or Utuna, you don't need to know who Akio is. He's just evil. We will talk about him in the future, probably, uh, but in a very distant future episode, I imagine. We'll we'll definitely discuss Akio at some point, but not today. <laughs> not today. He doesn't deserve it today or any other day. But yeah, as a as a whole, the Kuji brothers are a unit of codependency and sadness. Yeah, they are they are crime brothers. You know, Chikai introduce Toy to the crime life, and they th their ultimate goal is to be together. That's literally their only goal. <laughs> and s sadly, it's difficult for them. Yeah, sadly, not only is it difficult for them, but that's not even, like, the ideal option for them. Depressing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so they, they you know, they, they murder, they, they fraud, they torture... They have bad ties, very, a fugly tie, but we love them. We love them so much. For some reason. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of reasons to love Toy. There's no excuse for Chikai. No, there really isn't. The only good thing about Chikai is Toy. And also, Chikai's kind of funny. He's just funny to witness. He's, he's like, pathetic. So, like, the way that you would laugh at something very pathetic. 
It's like laughing at like skateboard bloopers when someone accidentally hits themselves in the nuts. <laughs> You're the worst human being. <laughs> it's hilarious. I thought you were calling me that. Oh, well, you know, that could work too. Chikai would absolutely laugh at skateboard bloopers. <laughs> What's on Chikai's YouTube history? Now I want to know. <laughs> Ikuni, give us the answers. Ikuni, we invite you on this podcast. <laughs> Imagine we're the only podcast that gets Ikuhara on. <laughs> we welcome you. We would love to talk about Dojins and uh, Dragon Ball Z Yaoi. <laughs> God, I can't I can't believe not only was that in like an interview, but like a more academic interview. <laughs> I love him. I love him so much. He's a bastard man, but he's great. He has destroyed our lives single-handedly. Actually not single-handedly, because there are many people involved with the Kuji Brothers episodes who are so talented. Yeah, no one really talks about Nobuyuki Takeuchi, and like he's an evil genius. When it comes to episode nine, <laughs> this man made me cry. Cry every single time at that horrible episode. At that horrible, absolutely horrifying episode. It's one of my favorites in all of anime. <laughs> so that's the, you know, like, that's what we're going to be talking about. We're probably going to go through uh, the episodes that relate to the Kuji brothers. We will end up talking about every episode because even if Chikai isn't there... His spirit sort of is. You may think Chikai is a side character, but he is the main character. The reason why will shock you. <laughs> Not clickbait. Gone sexual. <laughs> well, listen to find out. <laughs> um, and so I think then after we do the anime, we're probably going to go into the side materials. So that's the novel, the manga, the anthologies. Oh, the audio dramas too? There's there's so many little pieces. And they sprinkle Chikai in there. Just to hurt us. I'm pretty sure like as we do like the, the series retrospective, we'll ju we'll just like combine the anime and the and the novels and the manga all together because it just it's basically the same story, but with added little bits here and there. But especially since the manga is not completed yet, this podcast necessarily has to last until it's done. Yes. 50 years from now. Yeah, we'll be updating this with our reactions anytime Chikai is in the manga. And then I think once we have an overview of the anime and the whole series, then we're probably going to be going into the even smaller pieces of like the parallels between the characters because that's a super important aspect of this show. To understand any of the characters is to really compare them to each other. And then I think probably we'll go into like the fandom, really. This is on my fandom, but specifically the Kuji Bros fandom uh, is a, just a whole thing. It is a whole fascinating thing. Yeah, and what we will explore the the amazing, <laughs> the way the Kuji fandom somehow made Chikai from a side character into a main character who gets to be on merch with the trio. The twist that no one expected. The twist that I don't even think the staff expected. <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> What the fuck? Why are people clamoring for this guy? Uh, isn't isn't it so sad? <laughs> no. I am people. <laughs> I know we are we are the problem. And I think if you if you ever wondered why people like Chikai, why the Kuji brothers are so popular, this podcast will attempt to explain it to you. It's kind of hard to figure it out as an insider, but you know, we'll do our best. 
yes, we're obviously biased, but uh, we can at least explain the reasons that we love them. I mean, every every Sonazon my fan has a bias. Yes, and I think that's beautiful. It is truly a show for everyone, whether you're a Kazuki stan, an Enta stan, a Rayomabu stan, an Otter stan. We'll get to the Otter. <laughs> yeah, we'll pretty much get to everything, I think. No stone will be left unturned, which is why this podcast will go on for about 500 episodes. Is there anything else that we should should talk about should probably mention that i got the slideshow format for this podcast from from a different podcast called max and ruby from eldena Doublecast with a five instead of an s basically a podcast where max goes through the entirety of the rooster teeth production ruby even though i don't know shit about ruby i find it very enjoyable to watch and i thought the slide format was absolutely brilliant so just wanted to give a shout out to that podcast. Like, definitely listen to that. But also, Max has a series on on his uh, YouTube account called When Posting Goes Wrong that I really recommend because it is absolutely nuts. What kind of shit goes down on the internet? <laughs> just on just on the fandom side of the internet, like the whole HIV living Tumblr scandal. Or Miss Scribe back in the live journal days. Oh man. Or Bone Gauzy. <laughs> you remember Bone Gauzy? Oh yeah. If only the Sowers on my fandom could have drama like that. Instead, we all stay in our lanes. That's the worst. Not having to deal with stupid shitheads every day. <laughs> Just living a peaceful life, enjoying our anime characters. I mean, can you imagine the the fandom like? There would be Chikai antis, and I would be one of them. God, I remember, I remember, like, back in the days when the show was actually airing, and I would look in the Tumblr tag, which I don't do anymore. <laughs> I'd look at everybody's theories, and, like, I'd, <laughs> I'd make all my jokes that ended up coming true. But uh, there was, like, when we got, like, the episode preview for episode 8, someone made, like, an entire post that's... <laughs> It was like this theory that Shikai was going to be a pedophile, and I was like, nah, even I'm not buying this. I just remember seeing all those, like, anti-hate things, which is incredible in a show where you have actual criminals doing horrible things. In a show where cops are killing people on the daily, and you're focusing on the 14-year-old giving his crush a smooch on the lips when he's asleep and then immediately paying his comeuppets for it. Oh, <laughs> poor Enta. Like, I, I give him flack all the time, but I still really love Enta. We support Enta in this house. This is this is an Enta support podcast. <laughs> and we love all the characters, too. This is a Kuji Brothers podcast, but it's also an Enta Stan podcast. <laughs> we will probably have uh, an Enta episode with a, a, a big Enta fan at some point. Oh, yes. <laughs> Perhaps many. Oh, many Enta fans. <laughs> Enta has an entire fandom for just himself. It's incredible. I'm, you know, I am eternally fascinated by the Enta fandom. I support them. It's true passion. That's like one of one of his tracks. Like, I think it was like the kiss of passion and delusion. Yeah, I was gonna say one of them is delusion. Yeah. <laughs> this poor boy. <laughs> He just wants to kiss his best friend, and then he does, and then he regrets it. <laughs> he feels so sad for him, oh no. Now this isn't an end of podcast. 
Don't worry, we'll go back to Kuji's. It, it always circles back to the Kuji brothers. Either that or Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> That's cat specifically. The two genders. <laughs> Damn, what else can we add for this episode? Yeah. How else can we extend the runtime? <laughs> this episode was just a basic overview of everything we're going to be talking about. Yeah, we just wanted to give a little intro. I guess it's not really little anymore. I don't know how long we've been going, but... You can expect a lot more of this. Digressions and uh, just eternal Kuji feelings. Because there are many feelings to be had about Kujis. Like, for instance, for Chikai Kuji, there is depression. There is seething hatred and anger. There is horny. No, no, actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> the last Chikai fucker. It's an endangered species, as it should be. I am on the red data animal list. You could you could make me into a Tokyo Mew Mew character. And my weapon is a Chikai Kuji body pillow. Oh my god. I say that like I wouldn't also buy a Chikai body pillow. But out of spite, I would buy it. I would staple it to my wall and put one of the staples in his face. <laughs> he deserves it. I accept that he has to exist. Chikai has to exist with toy. And you know what? When he's with Toy, it's not so bad. I mean, like, well, okay. Disregard the anime. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the merch when they're together, they're happy. Yeah. Merch AU is the best AU. Yeah, that's that's the only <laughs> the only canon I support. Along with along with the Abros cover. <laughs> that's that's my ultimate fandom. That that's the that's canon. It's absolutely canon. See? Yeah, we're gonna be He's alive. <laughs> we're gonna be discussing the uh, Chikai is alive actually uh, theory that we have. He's alive, and he ran away to Brazil, and you will see him in Sun is on my too. The boys go to Brazil. We will force Ikuni to make that happen. Don't worry. If he doesn't make it, then we will. We have the technology. That's I think what you kids call fanime. The sun is on my fanime. Could you imagine sun is on my coming out in like 2007? <laughs> no. Or like the early 2000s? Oh man. And like some some kid with MS Paint, also known as me, just makes like an entire sequel fanime out of it. Uh, why can't we do that right now? We could. <laughs> Alongside this podcast. I wonder, is there a way that we should like sign off specifically end with end with something interesting? Like, have a little a segment at the end where we, like, present some kind of niche Kuji fandom thing. Oh my god. <laughs> like, a little subsection of the Kuji fandom that we can tell people about. Like, this week in the Kuji fandom. Yeah, oh my god. Oh, that's so good, actually. Yes. What, had, what did happen this week in the Kuji fandom? Well, Toy's birthday. <laughs> oh yeah, it's Toy's birthday! It happened! <laughs> did happen i mean there was halloween too we got some good fan art for that oh and then we um we got that picture that uh miggy drew for the real life soba cue <gasps> yes oh my god that was so cute that was great so uh you know everything in sarazan my uh is based on real places in, in asakusa in japan and soba cue is based off a little it's like a sushi restaurant um, and it looks just like how it does in the anime. It's really cute. And they have a little tiny shrine of like, it was, at first it was just like toy things, but now they have toy and Chikai merch there. And Miggy had showed that she had put like a little drawing up there of the Kuji brothers. And it was the best. 
We love you, Miki. You draw Chikai really hot. No, I mean, you know. <laughs> Relative to to how he looks in the anime. True, true. You know what? I can understand why people would would uh, stan him <laughs> from the manga, but not from the anime. In the anime, he's a nasty crime man. A really well-designed nasty crime man, but like... He only fits a certain niche, and unfortunately, that niche fits me. Oh no, that's so sad. <laughs> this is so sad. Can we get 94 likes? <laughs>